Assembly, Amen. glad to have you here. And we hope and pray that you're focused, <coughs> ready. I only need about an hour and a half to preach this evening. Amen. <laughs> I do that for a week. And that's just my preliminary. <laughs> it is good to see your faces. God is truly good. I was tempted to ask everybody to stand up while we did the lesson, but it, I'm not going to do you like that this, this time. This time. But expect something in the near future. Amen. I promise you. This evening, we want to talk about, uh, again, the church that Jesus built and thoughts related to its authority. Mm. The authority that surrounds the church that Jesus built. And there are some warnings that we find outlined throughout the New Testament concerning warnings found in the New Testament church. And some things we need to adhere to in our scripture text that was read, Galatians chapter 1, Paul outlines something very powerful. Paul said, you know, what had been preached to the Christians there, it should not be tempered with. It should not be changed. It should not be added to. Nothing should be taken away from it. And with all manner of respect, if somebody else comes along, and Paul said, even if I, or an angel from heaven, come to you preaching something other than what you have already received, he said, let them be a curse. Let them be a curse. We, as the members of the body of Christ, we, who are members of the Church of Christ, we have outlines and, and, and I would say guidelines we have to uphold and make sure that we operate within as well. We must not change the message that was designed. This is especially true in regards to the gospel of Christ as we read in Galatians 1. Even if authorized by an angelic messenger, I don't care how smooth a person may be in their delivery. I don't care how eloquent they may appear to sound. I don't care how good looking they may be. <coughs> we are not to change the message. Amen. The message is perfect. The message is designed to do what it's designed to do. We must make sure we do not tamper with the design and the message of the gospel because God understood what he wanted. And who are we to elevate our thinking above that of God? So we must hold true to the original context and the true message of the gospel and not temple with it in regards to his message. Therefore, we need to allow the gospel of salvation in Christ to be preserved. Regardless of what others may preach and what others may say, keep it the way God designed it. If baptism saved back in Acts chapter 2, it still saves today. Not sprinkling, not praying, but if baptism is still the avenue 
back if it was avenue back then, it's still the avenue today. We must not add or take away from it. We find such a warning at the conclusion of the last book of the Bible, Revelation 22, 18 and 19. Accept it as the final authority as it is written. We can't change the message because of our feelings about people. We can't, we can't sugarcoat it. We can't water it down. I'm not saying don't preach and teach in love, but I'm also saying you don't change the context for how it is designed to work. The Word of God, the Bible says it's quick and powerful. It cuts, coming, going. Deep down, all around, right? You can't, you can't take something that sharp and powerful and say, hey, here's a butter knife. No, it's designed to do what it's designed to do. And we should be very careful and mindful of not adding nor taking away, but preach with authority, teach with authority, but of course, in love. But because a person don't want to hear it doesn't mean we don't love them. Jesus loved the society, loved the world that his father sent him down to. But everybody did not accept him. People rejected him. But that's no black eye against Jesus as far as him lacking love for mankind. It was mankind who did not accept Jesus. So when people do encounter a frustrated, get angry or whatever, it's, look, the truth will offend. Let me make that clear. The truth will offend. But you don't take it upon yourself to change the message. Amen. To appease or compromise with people, don't add, don't subtract, teach it and preach it as it is. We must abide in the doctrine of Christ. Otherwise, we will not have fellowship with the Father and the Son. 2 John 9. We must just abide in the truth. You will not be the first person people object to or get upset with about the truth. You will not be the first person. Matter of fact, the truth is what sent Jesus to the cross. Because he preached it, he loved it, and he would not compromise about it, and people got upset about it, and it made them that angry that they crucified. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with the message, folks. Amen. The problem is the sin in the heart of the people. Right. Nothing is wrong with the message. We must abide in the doctrine of Christ. It is fundamental to the faith to hold to the proper views about Christ. 2 John 7. The message is not about us. It's about Christ. We glorify the Father through Christ. None of this has anything to do with us. Therefore, we must abide in the doctrine by which, look, the truth will be revealed. It is fundamental to the faith to obey the commandments of Christ, 1 John 3 and 24. And what John says here applies in either case, we must do 
the Father's will. We must obey. We must serve. Don't change. Just do. We must not allow traditions of men to make the commands of God of no effect. Let me say that again. We must not allow the traditions of men to make the commandments of God of no effect. In other words, keep what you think, keep what you feel, keep what other folks are doing, keep that out of it. God has made it clear what he wants. This morning our scripture text in John 4, uh, 23 and 24, God seeketh those to worship him a certain way, right? That's right. And what way is that? In spirit and truth. So if we know what God is seeking for, why would we seek outside of his word to try to please him? God has already expressed what he's looking for in us, in our worship to him, in our service to him, in our devotion to him. Why would I need to go follow someone outside of the boundaries of Christ to try to bring to God? As far as how we are to please God. No, we find what we need to know in the word of truth. So let us not allow the traditions of people. You know what? Traditions might draw a, a larger crowd on Sunday. Traditions of man may bring about a large collection on a lot of Sundays. But when it's all said and done and when you close your eyes and what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Will God be pleased? It is God being glorified. Traditions of man should never elevate above what God has spoken. All traditions are not bad as long as they do not conflict or contradict what the word of truth says. But when it comes to matters of doctrine, we should never allow traditions of men to make the commandments of God of no effect. In other words, you look at what God allowed in order for us to be where we are in a relationship with him. He gave his only begotten son. His only begotten son came down to this earth, suffered, died, was crucified. God bore witness of his son going through all of this stuff so that everything that we have can be established and we are not to take this for granted. We should never allow what some man said, well, I feel this way. I think back just several weeks ago, there was a big conference. I forgot what city they were holding their conference in. It was the... Uh, AME Church, I think, were holding their annual big conference. And one of the most disturbing things I heard on the news one day was they had a large turnout of the LGBT members to turn out at the conference. So it came before the council in the meeting whether or not to listen to their appeals as to whether except their lifestyle as acceptable as part of the church doctrine. 
Well, if you're going to stick with what God says, the answer is already clear. What is there to vote on? What is there to discuss? But that will tell you right there, God's word has been superseded by the traditions and the doctrines of men. Amen. How can you take something that God declares in Romans 1 as unnatural and say, we're going to accept it and present it unto God as part of our worship? God has nothing to do with that. And that's just one example. There are other religions that take away from what the word of God has to say and vote on it as if that's going to solidify and tell God you have to accept this. Right. No, God don't have to do anything but stay righteous and stay holy. Amen. We can't force feed God. We can't tell God you will accept this. No. God's word is final. It's settled in heaven. Amen. And we as humans, men, women, we can't change what God has to say and make God accept what we want. Amen. God is God. And last but not least, we must not abuse our liberty in Christ. Amen. We cannot abuse our liberty in Christ. <coughs> in Christ, we enjoy freedom, but we must be careful in our use of it. Galatians 5, uh, verse 1 and also verse 13. Mm. There are a lot of freedom we have, but because there is so much available unto us, it's not there for us to abuse. Right. Mm -hmm. Take grace, for instance. You know, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Is there enough grace to go around? There is an abundance of grace. But it's not there for you or I to continue to go out and commit sin. Amen. Amen. That's not its availability. That's not the purpose of its availability. Well, I can always repent. But repentance isn't there for you to continue in sin and then say, I will God forgive me. It's not there to be played with as a game. Amen. Matter of fact, if, if I'm truly dedicated and committed to living the Christian life, to presenting my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, as Romans 21 outlined, I shouldn't be sinning as much as I used to sin. Amen. It shouldn't be in my mindset to want to play games like that. I should be crucifying, putting the old man to death daily, separating myself from no type works and deeds, wanting to please God, by living holy and living righteous. Mm -hmm. We must be considerate of our brother's consciences. Romans 14 and 14 through 15. I mean, Romans 14 and 14 and Romans 15 and 3. Even in our liberties to say, I have the right to do this, I have the right to do that, we still need to be mindful of the concerns 
and the spirituality of our brothers and sisters. Amen. I remember when I lived in Norfolk. They had a young guy to Christ. We hung out all the time. And I played the radio when I was in my car and everything. And he got in my car one day and he said, can you turn that off? I mean, I wasn't listening to no rap, no hard stuff, crazy stuff. But he said, that bothers me. Now, the first thing that shot in my thought was, man, it's my car. <laughs> but praise be to God, I thought about it. I said, I need to be mindful. So, see, a lot of times we take for granted. We take people for granted in their spiritual walk. Amen. Everybody may not be as strong as you, and you may not be as strong as you think you are. Amen. Amen. So I have to be mindful concerning my brothers and sisters and their spirituality. Amen. Yeah, it was my car, but did it kill me to just turn the radio off and we talk? And you know what? Every time from that point on, when he got in my car, we had some great conversations. Great spiritual conversations. And it was all because, guess what? He asked me to turn that radio off that one time. Amen. Sometimes we have to catch ourselves. Yeah, it, you know, yeah, it's your house. But will it, will it kill you to sometimes to just be more considerate and thoughtful? As far as where your brother or sister is spiritually? Is it really going to just tell you up that much? <laughs> no. We just need to be more considerate and thoughtful. Amen. Mm -hmm. And we should be willing to forego our liberty rather than let it destroy our brother. Mm. I had a brother who, who's passed now. He had a saying. And it made all the sense in the world. I always laugh when I think about him in that saying. He said, man... You could be right, and you could be dead right. Mm. <laughs> he used to say that to me all the time. I used to just look at him and say, what you talking about, man? But he said, you know what? You could be right, but it doesn't mean you got to blow a horn, blow a trumpet, and announce to everybody you're right. right. You ain't got to fight somebody to make it known you're right. Amen. He said, sometimes when you know you're right, just be humble and just walk away from it and be done with it. Yep. Or you can make a big deal out of it and rub somebody the wrong way. It might hurt you. But yeah. kid, you were still right. But you're dead right now. He said, it's not worth it. Amen. If you know it's right and God knows it's right, you know what? That's enough. Unless you get caught up in yourself. Right. You know, that's like somebody stepping on your shoe. And they say, oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And then you say, what you stepping on my shoe for? Person already apologized. What else you want from me? Huh? Now the person's like, I'm sorry I stepped on your shoe. 
why you still hanging around here? You follow the person around the rest of the evening. <laughs> Asked him about he stepped on your shoe. <laughs> why, why you just couldn't accept the apology and be done with it? But no. Yeah, he stepped on your shoe. He said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. What else you want? My first boy? <laughs> but no, you want to make it an issue. Yeah, he stepped on my shoe. I'm not And see, people get killed today over as, as silly as that sounds. People will kill you for stepping on that shoe. Yeah. You could be right. Yeah, you were right. He stepped on your shoe. But now you, you're going to be dead right. Because you won't leave it alone. Be mindful. Go the extra mile. Some things you just say, Lord, help me. And let me move on. For the sake of peace. Why, why, why? Have you ever talked to the wind? It don't answer back. Why be the, you, you ever seen anybody beat a dead horse? He don't get up. <laughs> there are some things you just leave alone. Amen. And walk away. And be done for the sake of peace. Amen. Don't allow yourself to get caught up. Well, I'm right. I'm right. I don't know why I got. Leave it alone. That's, that's, a, that's a powerful lesson for America. Amen, Walt. Amen. Amen. That's a powerful message. I like the sign out there. Did y'all read the sign when you came in? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That's a true saying out there on that sign. When you leave today, just look to the left as you pull it now. I ain't going to tell you what's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Read it as you leave out this evening. And that is a true saving. It can save you a lot of grief, and it can save you a lot of headache. But you got to be humble for it to work. That's all I have this evening. Even as members of the church, we still have to keep our guards up. We still have to watch because we have an adversary. Seeking, going up and down, to and fro, seeking whom he may He He not only want to beat you up and tear you, he wants to swallow you and tear you. I don't hear nothing about love in that. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he's about. So we have to guard our hearts. Not only for ourselves, but we need to guard our brothers' hearts Amen. and our sisters' hearts. We need to look out for Amen. one another. Amen. We said we're members of this one body, right? Amen. We all work together as a unit, right? Amen. 
we're all in Christ in the purpose of love, right? Yes, right. Well, when I can help a sister or brother who's going the wrong way, I need to open my mouth and say something. Amen. Because you may say it's going to hurt them, but they are part of the same body you are. Yes, right. And what hurts them will also have an effect on me. But if I love them, I'm going to say something. Not in meanness of spirit, but in love. Now, whether they accept it, I can't control that. But it will be noted in heaven. I try. That's all we can do, folks. Try. But I believe the word of God is true that love covers a multitude. A multitude of what? Sin. Of sin. I'd rather for somebody to be rude to me, tell me, mind your business or whatever, than for me not to say anything and to allow that adversary to take advantage of them and destroy them. Amen. Amen. At least I can lay my head down that night in peace and say, Lord, I try. I try. I try. And I would pray that someone would care enough about me to reach out and do the same thing. Amen. But see, don't expect something if you're not willing to give. Mm -hmm. You're going to read what you saw. Well, how come nobody said anything? When last time you reached out to somebody? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you hear, I, I hear it all the time. It, it's my fault. Remember slept late. It's my fault. You didn't come to this service. It's my fault. How is it now? Preacher fault on all of this. <laughs> but you know, I don't get upset about it anymore. I laugh about it. I say, yep, it's preacher fault. <laughs> you want me to call and wake you up? I'll call and wake you up. But don't get mad. Don't just let the phone ring when I call. Remember, you asked, you said, call you. Because <laughs> well, you know I'll call. Put you on that recorder and let that rooster crawl. <laughs> Wake up. But it's about love, folks. Yeah. It's about love. People want to see genuine love. Amen. I believe we have. But I believe we can perfect it even better. It's about love. Makes me feel good when folks come here and visit. And they say, you know what? I could tell y'all here about Makes me feel good. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but it makes me feel good. Amen. Makes me feel good when folks say, you know what? Next time I'm through here, yeah, I'll stop. And we, we, when we've seen people do that. We've seen people from out of town come back again and again. Right. You know what? People don't come back to where they feel slighted. Amen. Amen. Right. So folks, we're doing something right. Amen. We're doing something right. I'm just saying, let's build upon Let's, let's, let's reinforce it. Because there is somebody trying to tear it down. Amen. That adversary, he's trying to tear it down. And you know what? He's walking around. He's pushing from time to time on a different spot somewhere trying to find what? A weak link. Mm -hmm. Just like an old cow on a fence. I don't know how much you all know about cows. 
But cows will lean up against the fence. Yeah. They'll walk around on the property. They'll lean again on it. What they're looking for is a weak spot. And when they find one, they'll lean on it more and more. Next thing you know, they got a cow all in the road. <laughs> all that grass inside, they still believe there's something better on the outside of that fence. And that's how Satan is. And I'm saying this evening, when Satan come and push up on you, just tell him. <laughs> just tell him, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. If you get in, it won't be through me. Amen. I'm not going to be the weak link. Because he's seeking. He's seeking. And I'm saying, fortify yourself in the word of God. Fortify yourself in the fellowship of other saints. Build yourself up. Be encouraged. Don't give up. Stay on the ship. Stay in the church. That's where your safety is. Outside, you're going to die. Outside, you're going to die. Stay in the church. The world don't have anything to offer you regarding eternal life with the Lord. But it only can assure you eternal damnation apart from the Lord. What's our song, daughter? Thank you, Lord. I love that song. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Because we all have so much to be thankful for, though. The Shasta thank us. Lord's will, she's going to be another year old. The Shasta turning 19 again. Oh, Am I right, the Shasta? Huh? 19 again. Shasta's going to be celebrating another birthday tomorrow. Amen. So it's a watch turn 79 today. Amen. I knew she was in her 70s, but I didn't know she was knocking 80 that close. <laughs> Sister Watts. Think about Sister Watts. I saw some old paper clipping of Sister Watts. Sister Watts was someone else in her <laughs> Y'all don't know Sister Watts used to be a major. Y'all didn't know that did. Uh, I'm like an old refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Watts or something else. <laughs> but you know what I love the most about Sister Watts? She was there when we started this one. That's right. Sister Watts, so what, this congregation, what, 16 years old? 16. Over 16 years ago, almost every day, Sister Watts and I will meet somewhere, we'll be out campus. Sister Watts, so that would have made her what? 16 minus 79 is what? Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> Whatever age she was, she was out there with me. Out there, I said we were walking. We weren't just jumping in and out of a car. We were walking. You were a young man. I, <laughs> I was a young man, but you know what? She was out there with me. She didn't let that bother her. She cared about the church. Amen. And I always think about Sister Watts. I said, man, when I go down in Jackson and Flo Villa down south of here, you know, folks, folks had a tendency they didn't know you. They wouldn't talk to you. You know who name I dropped. <laughs> you know Miss Patricia. Patricia Watts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> See, that's what the Bible says, a good reputation. Amen. A good reputation. So watch. I might not have no money at your funeral. So I'm just giving you flowers right now. Amen. Because you know what? You deserve it. Amen. And she still loved the church. Amen. She left. Even though she chewed me out and talked about me so bad sometimes. <laughs> but I know she loves her. I know she loves her. And you know what? I love her too. But what I'm encouraged by more than anything, I know she loves the church. Amen. I know she does. What, 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 what kind of legacy are you going to leave? I'm just more into giving people their flowers now. Amen. Not after they're gone, then. It won't do no good. Thank you, Sister Wise. I pray God continue to let you keep living. Amen. And just, just, I don't have to pray in that that you'll stay on me because I know you will. <laughs> Between you and Sister Leslie, I got enough. <laughs> but that's a, that's a wonderful thing. Thank you, Lord, is our song. Let us together sing and let us sing.